With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a Pod Power shout out to Bookwoman. Bookwoman is a podcast about editing, publishing, and writing Indigenous stories. Three Métis librarians representing nations from across the homeland aim to inspire Indigenous peoples to share their stories in whatever form they enjoy. Guests include Indigenous storytellers from diverse mediums like podcasting, burlesque, books, comics, social media, films, music, and everything in between. You can listen and find out more about bookwomanpodcast.ca. For a long time, man, for like a good year now, ever since I jumped into the fitness industry, yeah. it was something I thought about eventually doing. And um, I got it done sooner because of you. So okay. in you reaching out and then you yeah. and us talking about um, how we can make that happen, like you you definitely planted that seed uh, far sooner than I thought it could happen. So I, I want to thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, no man. problem. The universe works in mysterious ways. It does. It does. <laughs> it really does, man. I, I want to sort of give you the opportunity brian to share how that started for okay. you when you were at a point in your life where you clearly capitalized in the perfect timing in my <laughs> opinion not too sure when it started and you could share it mm-hmm. on residential home gym um fitness equipment yep. and, and creating it from scratch and that's based off your specialization and passion in craftsmanship mm-hmm. so Feel free to share with us, man. How did that start? Yeah, so I mean, we can go as far back as when I got out of high school. You know, I didn't really, you don't know what you're doing out of high school, right? Either you go to university, you go in the trades. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, you're going to work. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to go work. So I spent uh, I spent a lot of time in the trades. I, you know, I did scaffolding, I did welding, I did pipe fitting, arm working. I got quite the, uh, quite the broad spectrum, a lot of the trades. And uh, the one trade that I really like, okay, I'm going to do this was welding. I was like, okay, dudes are making crazy money. I'm really like detail orientated. Like this stuff is like, like welding is like almost like meditation for me. Cause it's like, you're focused. It's one little thing. It's a light, you know, and it's, it's, it's pretty sweet. Um, but then with the oil and gas, a lot of people know that have been in it. It's, it's a hard, it's rugged. People don't care about you. You're just a number a lot of the time. So I got, you know, a bad taste in my mouth. Right after I got my ticket in 2017. And then I was like, I got out, I lived in a friend's basement, making like 300 bucks a month for rent. Didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> this yeah. is ter- terrible. Uh, so then I, this kind of also kicks around my personal development journey, but I was like, okay, hey, I'm like, who are successful people? Okay, so we got Andy Priscilla, Tony Robbins, like all these guys. I'm like, okay, what do they do? Well, they meditate, they journal, they believe in law of attraction, all these things. I said, okay, well, let's try it, right? So I'm like, I want to give value and create an income and have that both working simultaneously together. And so I thought about it for, for like two, three months, got a giant whiteboard, got all my goals, everything written down on it, meditated, like got the whole, whole, the whole nine on it. And then, yeah, three months later, almost to the day, this job landed on my hands doing selling combined insurance. Basically it's like accidental sickness insurance, but it's all like, I got from my own clients. The pay is really, really good. I give amazing product and service. Like, okay, this is sweet. I'm going all in. So then I did sales for two or three years. I did that. Um, 
And then I jumped into door-to-door sales for Liberty Security. I met a friend and he, we should go for coffee. And then I'm like, hey, what is it? What Amway? Like, what is this? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> you know Whenever what I mean? Whenever a friend that hasn't talked to you in years wants <laughs> to be for coffee, you yeah. don't know why. Oh, yeah. Kind of puts the radar yeah, yeah. up sometimes, right? So like, man, like, what MLM is this? Like, no, like, this is door-to-door sales. So I was like, got me at the right time. I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's do it. Tells me a week before we start. Oh, yeah, we're actually going to be like going across the country. So you got to get rid of your condo. <laughs> so, yeah. So we went all over Alberta. Uh, we ended up driving all the way to Newfoundland. And I got to say, doing sales, especially door to door, one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Anyone that's done door to door and committed to it, they you know what I'm talking about. Like it makes you fight all your demons on the inside. You have to face rejection on a daily basis. Like right now I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Like best things ever. I remember one time I was in the shower, like crying for no reason. Yeah. I, I didn't know why, but yeah. I was <laughs> just started crying. The thick skin, it develops it for you. Getting yeah. door slammed on your face, getting told why you on my property, oh, yeah. getting told get a real job. Yeah. All of that. All that. So like it, going through that first, I think it was almost five months and I came home and then, uh, yeah, I went to work for my brother doing like a metal exterior company or whatever. You just side work for him. And then when I got home, I was like, okay, hey, well, I want to do a competition. I want to do a men's physique competition. So my buddy's a co- trainer, coach, got me all hooked up. We spent eight months getting me ready, balked, 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 and then leaned right out, getting really nice for show. And boom, COVID hit. I was like, okay, this sucks. Two weeks before show, Halifax, a whole country shuts down. And I'm like, I'm looking good. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm pretty shredded. It's like all this work's gone in. And I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? It's like, okay, well, let's get some adjustable dumbbells. I had an old TV stand that I used as a bench, right, just to get something together. Uh, and then at the time, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm going to do because everything, country shut down. I'll just do some digital marketing courses because it's a skill that's in business. It's You can use it for anything, right? And then uh, it's like, well, you know what? I'm well over I trade. I'm like, my uncle's got a farm shop outside the city. He's got various tools. I'll make myself a rack and a bench. And so I have something. So I made a little small rack for my, my condo. And I was like, man, like everyone's charging so much, like a stupid amount of money, like hundreds, thousands of dollars for stuff that's not even worth that. Yeah. They increased the prices. Oh, triple, quadruple. It was insane. So I was like, you know what? I'll throw a half rack up, 450 bucks. I'll make a hundred bucks or whatever. And then I know that's a good price. And maybe I can help a couple people. So I put up on Facebook marketplace. I was like, yeah, this is half rack, roughly two week wait period, $150 deposit put it up and then a couple of bites for a day or two. And then within, I'd say a week after that, it was like 15 paid deposits. Like it was like, wow. we're out, we're off to the race. Like May 1st is like what I call my official start date. Yeah. So it's almost, almost year round. It's coming up, which is super exciting. Yeah. So yeah, we, that's pretty much where we started. We started by uh, hammering each hole on the posts, every little, you know, the hole and then hand drilling. Cause I didn't have a mag drill at the time. So we had to, one small bit, do all the pilot holes, and then a bigger hole, and then a bigger hole. And uh, yeah, we just, well, the hand drills. <laughs> and a lot of it was trial and error. Trial and error, that's the thing, right? right? It was like, well, I don't know, but he's got to do it. And I'm like, oh, wait, we can get these things called mag drills, right? So basically what, it's a big drill with a magnet on it, and it uses a bit that, see the mic, it would literally just cut the circumference of the hole. Oh. And then you can go through both sides. 
can you auto adjust how big or small the hole can be? Yeah, so you get different sizes of bits, Sweet. right? And then it's boom, right that through. That makes your life probably so oh, much <laughs> it, bro, it went right? from like two days to make a half rack to like three hours. Yeah. It was nuts. Sick. So then, yeah, we started pumping these things out, racks, benches. But during the midst of all this, we're at my uncle's farm and he was living in his house in Cranbrook and he's more like the personal, he doesn't want to get things hurt. And I'd like, five or six guys there and he didn't know about it <laughs> so, oh. yeah like helping out like it was it was mad it was crazy just sweatshop in oh yeah sweatshop farmland, right? <laughs> yeah. he has no idea what's going on he's like where's doing... my cut Come yeah on, exactly man. yeah so you know uh so this was in may we come up to i believe june-ish um and this was at like the okay it's either i commit to this or I basically get last bit of these orders out and just, and just stop for a couple of reasons. One, my uncle was getting fed up with me being there, making a mess, right? Two, liabilities. This guy's working. He doesn't want anybody to get hurt and he gets sued. <clears throat> Three, that's just his home, right? We're invading it. So Yeah, the demand started to increase high enough where it created good problems. Yeah, exactly. It was a changed, lot of problems. Yeah, and changed some decisions. The guys that were working with me, I'm like, man, more problems the better. Let's, let's take on all the problems. Cause then we got to solve them fast and we learn fast and we grow fast. And I remember at one point, my dad, we have like all our campers and RVs and all that stuff out there. I was literally just sleeping in the camper next door. I'd go to bed at two o'clock in the morning. I'd be up at six or seven and I'd be back in the shop. I wouldn't shower. I wouldn't brush my teeth. I wouldn't like, <laughs> it wouldn't be nothing. It's wake up equipment, go to sleep, wake up equipment, go to sleep. You're, you're working and sleeping. That's in it. The same space. Same space. That's it. Like I, I'd go home maybe every fourth or fifth day to go shower and I come back. It was just nonstop. Yeah. And, and people were like, you, what, you're a good brand. You're going to burn yourself out. Like this is nuts. I'm like, I'm committed. Mm-hmm. I had people reaching me on Instagram. They were like, like, how do you do this? I'm like, what, how do you, what do you mean? They're like, well, you're building all this stuff. You're posting on social media. Like you, you like how I'm like, um, I don't know, man. I love fitness. I love sharing. I'm helping out. I'm giving back. Like, it's just you, you, you feed off that energy from people, mm-hmm. right? And it's just, it's so contagious. And then in the midst of all this, every week, it was somebody coming into my life to help me progress, whether it was some dude to help me with uh, invoicing or logo making, website making. There's always somebody coming in to help me further than my business. Um, a friend of mine connected me with a girl named uh, Ellie Fleming. She is part of Sea Tribe and she's used to be making to PR for a company. So then she came into my life and then she connected me with people who are now manufacturing my competition plates and my rubber bumper plates that nobody else knows about or where no one knows where to get these. I, That's awesome. I'm it's like, direct. You have a direct. Direct. Right here locally. Love that. Nobody knows. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> my I'm gold. I keep it on DL. But well, way to support local. It is. Also, you cut the middleman. That's a big thing. That's, that's a huge thing. And uh, one of my things like starting this business doing this business i'm keeping everything as local as possible awesome. whether it's canada or the states i don't want to outsource to china or nothing else i'm keeping everything here local beneficial cost-effective solution for your clients it because is because i'm sure you're able to be a little bit more friendly on the margins yeah uh, for your sake but also your client's sake well exactly so you don't have to upcharge like crazy because no. it's coming all the way from china yeah right because i'm not ordering 100k ccan to come here right so um yeah, I was based at that tier point where it's like, hey, do I commit or do I basically close shop? And uh, I was very fortunate at the time where my grandparents had passed. 
they left the estate for the grandchildren. So I think there's about 11 of us that all got it split. Um, very grateful for them, very fortunate. Um, and at that time, it wasn't like a huge amount of money, uh, but it was like the most amount of money I've ever had in my account. You know, like I think it was in around like 16K, we'll just mm -hmm. say it, so people know what it is yeah um but for me like that was crazy right like oh my god like see that. i can deck out my condo like yeah. this is i'm be like this isn't a loan no with interest. Like, this is this is, this is, this yeah. is mine it's like sick and so i'm on the phone with my buddy michael and i'm like hey man like like i think i'm gonna get a i'm gonna get a shop and i'm like almost having an anxiety attack thinking that i'm gonna take all that money i just got that's gonna ease my life and i'm just gonna dump it into this business and yeah. go head first and go all in now. all in all yeah. in there's like all in balls out like you can't there's no going back. That's a beautiful part about like just starting to get an idea of what a business could look like is you just start. Exactly. And then you recognize once you start having the demand catch up on you, you reach <laughs> that beautiful point where you're like, okay, yeah. do I take the, do I take this the plunge? Is, this, yeah. You're just on yeah. like teeter totter. It's like, do I go 70% or go 120, go 120 and, yeah, exactly. and take the risk of recognizing that there's nothing else yeah. that's going to support me other than this. Yeah. So, so what ended up happening? So I ended up, um, got on the Kijiji. You know, looking for commercial space. Where, where can I find? And I, I had no idea. I've never leased a commercial building. I've never had a business license. I've never done any of this. This is all new. And so I found a place uh, just on the west side of the city by Princess Auto. Nice giant yard. Uh, all the utilities are included. It has the way it's laid out. It's almost like a U shape. And then in the back, there's like, there's a bathroom and a kitchenette and everything else. I was like, bingo. I'm getting the heck out of my condo. I'm moving into the shop and this is where I'm going to live and just work. <laughs> yeah. So I went and talked to the landlord. I, she basically approved me on the spot. Didn't check for credit or nothing. I just, wow. Yeah. They really needed to sell that They spot. really needed to. Yeah. <laughs> and and like, COVID, I bet. Right? Oh, yeah. Just like the, at the peak of COVID. And yeah. there have been like no guys there. A lot of people bailed. So yeah, I, I put the damage deposit, put the, the first payment down called my condo guy or my landlord at my condo. I said, Hey man, this is a situation. Like I know I'm leaving early. You can keep my damage deposit as my rent, but I'm out. And I moved all my stuff from my condo into my shop. I had a little office and that's essentially where I lived. And wow. just, I would, you know, I would whole bath in the shower in the bathroom, like getting uh, just like paper towel and soap and just cleaning myself in the sink, yeah, like bird yeah. bath and, now that was pretty much it and a little bit of deodorant. And wow. You went all in, man. <laughs> all in, yeah. Full shift. Full shift. I had, I just Did that surprise you or just based off of maybe certain circumstances in your personal life, that was just like, hey, I got to do it right now. I'm used to this shit. It was, uh, it just made sense, right? It's like, why do I need the condo, right? It's 1100 bucks a month. I've, when I did door-to-door -door sales, we lived in some pretty scabby places. I've been in the oil patch. I've been in some pretty hairy spots. I said, this is nothing. Especially when you are factoring in the time you're in your condo for. Yeah. You're like, I'm only really here for what, four to eight hours of sleep a night? Maybe. And the way I go yeah. all day yeah. at my business. That's a that's a pretty bold decision you made. Thank you. Yeah. Smart, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're willing to get dirty and yeah. like, recognize, not like literally dirty. I just mean dirty yeah. in the sense of like, everyone who is an entrepreneur or wants to be for the most part a part of them doing it is yeah they want to make a difference in their field but they also hope to also get some element of success yeah and they know you very well know in the beginning that it looks like dirt 
Oh yeah. But you gotta you gotta almost like like it. You gotta oh, like man, you know what? It was uh I'm that kind of person that I love the pain. When I look back, like I I'll sometimes I'll take like little video diaries just to like time stamp how I was feeling that moment. Yeah, good. And man, like every other day I'm like, Why am I doing this? I gotta quit. No, I'm not quitting. I'm gonna quit. No, I got grit. I got this. People are counting on me. And you know, oftentimes like I, I credit my mindset and my, my stick to simply just to people that I've listened to on podcasts, you know, entrepreneurs have been through it, right? They're indirectly my mentors that have been there for the last four or five years, prepping me for this moment, right? Like so I have the trades background. I have the sales background. It's like, okay, well, everything's culminating together. And this is my time. This is my shot. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is Michael Jordan, the last game, game seven. It is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is, yeah. You're like, I've got everything I need. Now I have to execute. Exactly. So, yeah, for, so I moved in, I think, June, middle of June. I lived there for till about August, roughly. I mean, I go hang out with my girlfriend once in a while. Obviously, you shower up and, you know, clean up. I'd be an actual <laughs> human. <laughs> Get that nice, you know, once a week clean before you see her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, man. And it was just day in, day out. It was, we were making every little component by hand everything like little square pieces of the holes like everything was by hand amazing um now when i moved into my shop i had a gentleman that seen one of my ads i had one of these sweet ads it was uh i was in front of the bench doing like like one of these or like the the what is it the tiger king pose you know like yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is like for the actual uh fitness material you were making yeah yeah so i ran an ad in front of my benches right and then it. i was i was like it uh covid kill your gains question mark right my copyright was sweet and oh yeah just traction was coming in like nuts yeah. it was like phone call phone call phone call yeah um so one of the guys had reached out to me his name was ron or is ron and he's like hey i'm buying a house in september in calgary i'm looking for leg extension hamstring curl bench incline bench like the full works and he's like can you do it and i was like yeah but i told him yeah i had no idea if i could oh wow. i had no idea i was you're like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it's like literally it's like um what's his uh not Bronson. Rus Bronson Ru Russell Bronson? Not Russell Bronson. Um the Virgin guy. Um hmm. Oh, that's gonna it's on the tip of my I'm tongue. Not too sure. Is it podcaster? He has Virgin Airlines. Oh, okay. Uh he's got white hair. Mm, I, won't, I won't know his name. I'll we'll have Wrong. to Google it. Yeah, hold on a second. Russell Brunson sounds familiar. It's not Russell Brunson. Uh Virgin Virgin Airlines. CEO. Virgin perhaps? CEO, I think Anyone so. Anyone who's the CEO of any airlines is just such a headhunter. Oh, Josh Bayless. This guy here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Oh yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah. So Josh Bayless, CEO of Virgin Group since twenty eleven. I think it was pretty much him. He's like you, oftentimes you just say yes and you you figure out how to do it after. Mm. Yeah, because if you pass up an opportunity and at least don't give it your all, then you don't know, right? Well, I mean, you're that much more likely to figure it out once you seal the deal. Exactly. So, at that point, like I said earlier, people were coming to my live on a weekly basis. So he's like, "Yeah, you're looking for this." I said, "Okay, yeah, I can do it." And then fast forward a month, I didn't really get back to him in time, and so he sends me a text, "Hey, I'm gonna have to move on. Like, get back to me." I was so busy, man. Like, it was nuts. Like. And I called my save. I'm like, yo, I can, I can do this. I'm sorry. I want your business. Mm. And I was like, it's going to happen. I'm going to make it. Not even a week later, a friend of mine that used to be on a promotions team with DJing, he reached out. He's like, hey, man. He's like, I'm actually used to engineer for a fitness company out in the UK. He's like, maybe do you want to, we can help each other out. And I can help you and maybe get some pieces done. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, I had this call with this guy not even a week ago. And now you've popped up and you do this. 
It's like, hey, the universe is working in my favor here. Yeah. Let's let's keep going. Yeah. Let's keep going. Totally. So yeah, so then he started giving me, uh, he built me all the designs and drawings for some of the commercial equipment that I've now built. And uh, yeah, so that happens. Um, now I guess we're kind of moving into, I would say August now. Come to August. Um, I mean, at the time too, like going through all this stuff, like I'm crying every day. I'm, I'm working crazy hours. Like it's just, it's nuts. Like there's, yeah. it's, you feel like you're beating your head against a wall. And that, that's why you brought up a really good point. Cause I struggle with it too. Where mm. I, I will fill my plate more than it should be oh, filled. Yeah. And I find there's an element of that high level of wanting to work with people who you, you, you'd recognize that they're so excited to learn or get service by you. But also it's just you recognize in that moment how badly um, you need it. Yeah. And it can get tough because then you do find you might spread yourself too thin. So because it maybe if you still feel like you're not saying no, or you did start reaching a point where you're saying no, mm-hmm. yeah. how did you gain enough confidence to do so? Um, I think it was just my mental health, man. It was like yeah. I lost, like there was, I let my craftsmanship go. I... You know the saying, "How you do one thing is how you do everything," and in every aspect of my life, it was just slowly going down. Yeah, when like, it oh. started to become when it was work. too much, but that was just too much. Like that was like maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago, and that's why the last four month, four weeks, I've like stopped taking orders. Mm-hmm. Very like maybe a couple small things, but like put no. on pause. Yeah, like I'm pausing for a sec here, but cool. uh, yeah. So coming out of August and all that, um. So we have like a, we got a weird, I don't know when I say, yeah, it's a weird situation at home. Um, basically, uh, my sister and I are basically going for guardianship for my little brother. Um, to put a very long story short, home for him wasn't good. Um, you know, my mom, he found like a bag of like cocaine in my mom's Kleenex box in her bedroom. Oh no. My mom would sleep in all the time. He missed a ton of school, like just crazy, crazy amounts. So during COVID and all this, my sister ended up actually getting away from our mother and he was living with her for a bit. Um, but then now it was like, okay, well, we're a family unit. You know, we should all get in the same house and we should just be there for each other and try to help out. And, you know, cause he's, he's now 12. Right. So still like, a kid. still, he's, yeah, he's a child. He soaks up everything. Like it was at the point where like, if he couldn't even order his own food, and he'd be like, you know, sucking at a shirt and he uncomfortable. Like just very like a lot of ticks and stuff like that. Yeah. Very, very sad. It was, it was, man, it was, it was heart wrenching. Like he wasn't even getting fed, eh? No, like That's my mom, sad, like he man. would, yeah, it was like never have lunch or he'd get left at school. Like just total neglect. Um, you know, for me growing up too, like this is, uh, it's some, it's some pretty crazy stuff. Like I one of my earliest memories of my childhood, you know, well, I guess on a little bit of a tangent, it's unfortunately sometimes you remember the the bad more than the good even though there might be equal amount of it the bad just always outweighs um but yeah like i grew up like seeing my mom try to kill herself like this this heavy you know what i mean like right in front of us while she's we're camping um oh, no. come home my mom like you know being beat up from her boyfriends um but luckily i was when i turned 12 i was able to get away and you know moving with my dad but then my sister stayed with her right my dad my sister's dad was in the photo or the picture so then my sister got dragged along doing this and then my little brother got introduced to it. So yeah, like growing up, like we learned to communicate screaming and yelling, right? So now we have our little brother who's 12. He's seen some things that he shouldn't see. 
He's experiencing things he should never experienced, um, you know, physical abuse, verbal abuse. And so now I've moved into a position where, okay, now we have to not only be there for him mentally, physically, and emotionally, but also financially. So I got to a point where it's was like, okay, well, my old work pre-COVID is starting to fire up where I do commercial cladding by contract. So I get big jobs. They can be, you know, $20,000 jobs, $100,000 jobs, or anything in there. Like they're big, small, but... What's cladding? Cladding is uh, essentially like metal exteriors on building. So mm -hmm. any commercial buildings they see like it's metal or different kinds of shapes, square panels, like Wendy's with the red panels. You sort of see that, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. essentially. Okay. Yep. So I was, at a, I was at a point where it's like, okay, well, this is going to keep me financially afloat doing this work again because as much as I love Bricks Fit, there wasn't much money with it because the labor, the amount of time I got to put in, it just wasn't going to work. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say, screw it. I'm going to work my nine to five, which is my cladding. And then right after work, I'm going to go straight to the shop and just continue. And then I did that for August, September, October. And then, but then it got to the point where I was like, okay, well, I'm showing up financially for my family, but I'm not showing up there physically, mentally, emotionally. And I was so committed and overcommitted with everything else that I actually wasn't able to be there. And like, that was really hard. Cause I could see at home that, you know, the, the relationships weren't there. The household dynamic wasn't there. My sister was more in her masculine state than she should be more in her feminine. Right. So I was like, Holy man, like I'm 28 or 27 at the time. Like this is all so new to me. Like I, never had to take care of anybody but myself super independent and you're just starting to take care of yourself <laughs> yeah literally and right then you're starting to take care of your family financially yeah and then now you're recognizing the divide that created because Huge. there's so many other holes to fill there is yeah it's not easy man no so trying to run the subcontracting business doing the cladding doing bricks fits and then taking on a new family that you know we're all we're all damaged because <laughs> of our parents right so then you got to deal with the family dynamic and then I got customers that are barking down my back because their orders are late. And like, I got to a point where I would finish an order. I'd give I, one order. I just like, here, man, like just have your rack. Like, wow. like I, I care more about you having your equipment than yeah. making a couple hundred bucks. Totally. So then I got into a, a terrible spiral of just like giving discounts and giving yeah. freebies. And then. Which sucks. Cause I mean, you still had to bust ass. Oh yeah. It was several hours to make that happen. Yeah. Man, I understand. Was... It's like. The, the keep your client happy but nothing you can't just go to your client and be like sorry my order's late i gotta take care of my family. like you know they, they all they're gonna say is oh well then cool. figure it all figure out. It out yeah it's your and, business right we paid for a service yeah right so that was uh that was a huge learning thing for me was because there's no such thing as balance anyone that says find balance in life i think you're you're nuts there's always something there's can... something benefits and something loses yeah it's it's opportunity costs everywhere it is spend time here what are you, you not spending you your time lose it there and that's you know, spend time there what are you what are you not pushing the needle forward to yeah i i find mentally it's when we accept that there isn't <laughs> yeah that things will be okay because <laughs> yeah. we'll be like i felt like this man for so long mm -hmm. i'll be somewhere thinking about where i'm not yeah then when i'm at the place where i'm not i'll you're think about where there. i was and it drives you insane it does it's it's in those moments where 
you're getting pulled by so many different things. Yeah. And you're no longer servicing yourself. You no. stop giving yourself me time. You stop the daily workouts. You stop the daily meditation. Oh, yeah. All of that that once was there in the beginning, <laughs> it fell off. And funny enough, you learn to recognize that <laughs> yeah. you can't just let that shit go. No. You do have no, to no, still no. keep training your mind and body. Yeah. And that that's something I love sharing with my clients, man. Mm-hmm. Where they would tell me, Kenny, now ever since... I used to think I'm too busy for workouts. Now yeah. that I do work out, now that I am doing this and I'm feeding myself and I'm filling my cup, yeah. when it comes to showing up for others, even if it's less time, I'm there. the quality's there. Present. I'm wired in. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, which publishes curiosity-driven stories, topical newsletters, and locally-focused podcasts, all in the service of informing Edmontonians about their community. Want to start your day informed? Check out The Pulse, Taproot's new daily news briefing. The Pulse tells you what you need to know about Edmonton every weekday morning. You'll get short, informative updates about what's happening at City Hall, plus coverage of business, tech, food, the arts, and more. You also get a little bit of whimsy from features such as a moment in history, chart of the week, and the Friday podcast pick. And it's free. Sign up today at taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. That's taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse. No, I, yeah, man, because that's, that's exactly what happened. I let everything go. Every, business came first. Employees came first. I tried to put my families first as much as I possibly could. And I'd say for four or five months, at least, like I did, I stopped working out. I stopped eating healthy because money was coming in. I would just get fast food because it was convenient. I felt like crap. I was drinking three liters of coffee a day. Damn. Like it was, man, I was, I was strung out. Like it was, I would, uh, this kind of goes back to that commercial order for that guy, Ron, down in Calgary. I finally got through all the COVID orders. Then I have this huge order. Okay. And this isn't like a two grand or three grand. This is like, this is valued at like 15 or 16,000, but it's the first time doing it. So it was a lot less, right? I had, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Right. Be building up the case study. Exactly. Value in the first time you do it and like you say you got it yeah and then now you're good to go forward so then i got him he's like hey man when you're coming when you got the equipment and i i'm like i'm spent at this point and this was only like maybe september october maybe and so going through all this stuff like learning how the bearings work where to get the vinyl done where do i get bushings how do i get things perfectly symmetrical like there was so many fine-tuned little things to work out as I'm still trying to take care of my family and then to miss this, then I had a job that I started out in Edson. So not only did I have to go back and forth from Edson, I had to deal with this huge commercial order. Again, remember, this is my first time doing this. Half racks and benches, yeah, that's, that's I can do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. Anybody can do that, right? That's the thing. You can run it through a machine mm-hmm. and it's a couple of welds and, and you're Anyone good. but me. I'm very, <laughs> yeah. I can't ever do it. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm telling you, when you grew up with your dad who had a handy band all his life, you start doing that oh, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God, I'm my dad. Yep. <laughs> like I'll get my clients to be like, you can't even just rip apart your own carpet. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I got a guy for that. I call him. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. Like, he's a good guy. He, he look, yeah. he's, he's good looking. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I'm so bad at this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, carry on. Man. Yeah, so like, yeah, going through all that and then trying to figure this stuff out and trying to be in like six places at once. It's so hard. You just cut. I just, at one point, I just, uh, I was just blank, like motionless, just no. going going through the motions. Yeah. And I uh, basically, yeah, man, it was just, it was nuts. Even just thinking about it. Like I remember my sister and little brother called me one day and they're just 
right rip each other's heads off. And I pulled over and I like broke down. And I just sobbed and cried because I was in Edson, couldn't be there. I got you know, a guy in Calgary that wants his equipment. I'm like two, two months behind on that. I'm not even halfway through everything on it. I got guys in Edson, the superintendent jumped on our back because we're moving too slow, but we're ahead of our schedule. But they're calling me and harassing me. And it was, uh, it was all, just, all these things you're servicing yet. No one's happy. No one's happy. Not a single, not I couldn't, you and not I, anybody else. no, I couldn't keep a customer happy. I couldn't get orders out on time. And you know, like right now, like I, like it, it hurt my soul, like not being able to fulfill these orders on time and telling people like, this is the date. Yes. And then always pushing and pushing. And, uh, it just, yeah, it was very, very painful, very painful. Um, but now in hindsight, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I went through all that because if I can make it through that and still get things out the door and still get people paid and still get people their equipment and still show up for my family and learn and, and see how people are motivated and what keep drives people and learning different personality types and being a leader. And there's just so much dynamic to the last like four to six months that like you can't go to school and learn what I learned. Like there's no way you cannot like the stress I was under and I'm going to deal with the stuff I was under every single day. There, there's no way. You can't learn that anymore. You got to, you, you threw yourself in the fire Yeah. and you came out, you got a few burns, exactly. but now you know exactly what to do. Yeah. If you ever need to deal with that situation again, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about, I'll be very honest. I do not like anymore using the term fake it till you make it. Yeah. I, I think that comes with such, a negative context when it yes. comes to putting yourself in a situation of not knowing how to do something. Yeah. You put yourself in that situation and then you commit to learning. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a high level of a difference between I'm learning this because I have to and I'm learning this because I, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, no <laughs> I have no choice to because I mean, now it, someone is expecting it of me. Yeah, exactly. I'm, there, there's a transactional experience here. Yeah. Now I'm showing up. Yeah. Right. We hit record. Now it's like, okay, we're I'm, on. We're on. <laughs> yeah. I'm 120% of my energy is going into this. Yeah. Whether it's a first episode or anything afterwards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It might feel 1% easier after every time. Yeah. But it's like with anything, right? How do I know when I'm ready to start a podcast? You don't. How do I know when I'm ready to start building a squat rack? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, try it. Yeah. Fail. Just do it. And you know what? I love how you said it earlier. That whatever it might have been a sixteen thousand dollar project, and you saying that wasn't that in the first place. Yeah, I just want to hit that on the head, man, because you have to respect when you're so new to doing something and you have this high level of value in your head of where you're at. It's gonna take time to get there. Mm -hmm. I've I've reached this point when I started coaching others. Yeah, but then you kind of realize years go by and you're like, <laughs> hey. It's been a few years. Yeah. Okay. This is where my worth is at now. Yeah. And you can then back that up mm -hmm. with, okay, here's what I've done with it. Yeah. Right? Here, um, here's now like multiple case studies of clients or of people's lives you've changed or of uh, equipment you've created yeah. for the next time over for the, for, for the turnover rate of it to be that much quicker it is, and for yeah. it to be done like well. Mm -hmm. So that person will be like, hey, like. I want to pay you more, <laughs> yeah. you know? And yeah. I think just, oftentimes that's, uh, that comes from imposter syndrome, right? Oh, big time. Like we, like we know what we're doing very good at what we do, but until you get that external validation, it's like, you, you don't really feel like you do a good job. Even like, even like building your rack and stuff, like you think it's out of this world insane. But to me, I'm like, <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong. I'm not saying is there anything like wrong with it, but like yeah. there's little things that like, 
eat away at me mm. and it's just sometimes it's out of my control yeah um but yeah so you know when we was going through all that the edson and all this crazy stuff going like there was times where i worked 20 hour days like i'd be in the shop working 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 and i would start hallucinating like no joke i would see like black things run by my face and i would hear things i'm like what is that i'm like no i'm, I'm just hallucinating i just gotta work i gotta work let's get this done yeah. get this done yeah so like at one point i would go up to edson for a week blistering cold and then i would woke up one morning worked for five hours drove home to edmonton loaded up all of his stuff did the couple odds and ends wrapped a couple pieces of upholstery loaded up the trailer and then really drove all the way down to calgary got to calgary like two in the morning slept five hours went to his house set everything up at this point we didn't really test some of the like uh the hamstring curl leg extension lap pull down it was we're just so rushed to get it done that we designed built was on the drawings got there and we get there and i'm setting everything up and it's it's taken longer than i expected right and this is my problem is i i think i have more time than i actually have mm. and i'm overconfident with my time like and that's one of the big learnings i've learned is that no if you think it's going to take an hour, just add three. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's going to take way longer. So. That's me with booking back-to-back client sessions, man. I'm yeah. like, I forgot to add lunch in. And like, lunch, you know, I forgot I forgot to factor in lunch. <laughs> yeah. Like food, you got to eat. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, the commute time or gathering your All keys stuff, and your man. stuff. It's, and you're like, that took 15 minutes. Right? Yeah. I feel you, man. Yeah. So like going through that and then we're setting things up. And then one thing after I wasn't working. The, lo- the holes for the upholstery wasn't lining up. The lap pull-down machine didn't work. The hamstring curl machine was too big. The leg extension machine didn't pivot properly. Like all, like my, I had the camera guys come out. Like I had the whole, it was a whole ordeal. I'm like, this is the biggest day of this company since I started. I want this on video. And it was nothing but like failure, 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 failure. And it was such a huge moment for me, man. Like I just like, I didn't even know what to do. Cause like leading up to this, like I was up till 2 a.m stuffing roller pads right like just working stupid hours and there's nothing seemed to go right for me uh, that week, week leading up seams would bust out power coating or no it wasn't power coating. it was bearings we're waiting for like it was just i got punched in the face so much <laughs> that any regular human being would have quit years before yeah like, it was taking it as signs signs i'm out i'm out no it was yeah. like it was just, ins- it was insane. I, could, I, I couldn't even fathom why things were happening. They were happening, but it was like, well, this is a sign. I'm just going to take the, the kick in the teeth. Let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. I love it. Yeah. Keep kicking them in the teeth. And then it got to the point where something happened and I'd even cry. I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, is this just like, what like, is going on? What like, did I do to deserve yeah, this? It's like, it's like, what do I do now? It's like, I'll just laugh because <laughs> at least it's a happy emotion, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to make me feel better somehow. Even if it's yeah. fake. <laughs> if it's failing. Yeah. So I think one of the, the things I've learned is, you know, it's, I'm going to fail more than I succeed. Everyone says you're, you're, you'll fail more than you succeed. And one thing I even tell people and other, my brother and stuff like that is like, it doesn't matter if you fail, it's how you recover from that failure, what you learn from that failure and how you come out of it. Right. Because if you sit and you in that failure level and then yeah, like that's game over. But just because you make a mistake, you're failed doesn't mean it's game over. Ron, the guy that I did all the equipment for, he's now like a, we're good, have a really good relationship. And one day, again, I was feeling just super out of it. And I called him and he's like, 
we're talking and he's like, you know what? He's like, the only reason why your business will fail is if you give up. He says, that will be the only reason why this ever stops. Mm. And I like sat there for a moment. I was like, yeah, no, that that's, that's pretty powerful. He says, it doesn't matter what other people say. Like, as long as you keep going, it'll keep going. Mm-hmm. And because he's an entrepreneur, he's done a couple of businesses. So he, he understands. Um, and like at that point, like I just like cried too. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very emotional human being, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah. So of course, when you get told that in a time where you literally almost just did what he said not to do. Yeah. You know, you're probably thinking, oh yeah, okay, man. this is it. Yeah. And, and he's mentioning that, Hey, this is what comes with the territory. Yeah. You know, it's... 75, 25, 75 percent failure. For every time that happens, you'll get for every three fails, you'll get one success. Yeah. And this is huge for, I'm sure the salesperson in you, mm-hmm. every door you knock on, is it going to answer? No. no, but you know, every what? door you knock on is, are you going to get the sale? No. no, but then you know what, from learning from that previous experience on how you showed up to learning how to deliver questions to genuinely connecting with a person you get that in enough times that happens with experience it does first stranger you meet it's not gonna be like oh my god (laughs) you want to buy this (laughs) yeah does it happen right like look back on like what it was like going to the bar and and talking to someone you're interested in it's like yeah i remember that fear oh yeah same thing imagine knocking on a stranger's door and being like buy this Uh, yes you don't need it but buy it (laughs) you know yeah yeah man it's back to your point it just comes with recognizing that you know fail and fail hard yeah you know and and the way i look at that is like failure doesn't happen from not trying Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the way i look at it is look how hard you had to try to make an effort to make things work and you made it so clear brian that you mentioned that a lot of that stuff was out of your control oh yeah you did what you could have done mm-hmm. you stayed up late at night you almost were looking at the clock and being like why don't i have more time <laughs> yeah. you know like, things do tomorrow tomorrow i gotta be yeah. on the road like four hours ago and and it's, it's so disheartening when i gotta make that phone call the next day when he's expecting me i'm like man like you know the seams blew out something so small and it's just like what do i do but these type of failures happen though i find when there's so much we're trying to juggle mm-hmm. i don't know if i ever mentioned this on air but i'll tell you because it resonates yeah because in my personal experience man i had a credible contract with telus yeah regional marketing position it's fantastic mm-hmm. it's my first management position yeah there's times i've told people oh the contract shortened up didn't work out what really happened man was i was dealing with huge issues in my relationship at the time mm-hmm. i was trying to still be there for my family and promising them time that i just couldn't keep so mentally i felt like i was letting them down yeah i was trying to still train jujitsu competitively i was still trying to at that time, look at other side hustles. I was trying to <laughs> yeah. grow the podcast. Yeah, I was trying to be like this kickboxing coach and upkeep what I actually loved doing, which was teaching others. And at that time, I didn't realize the spark yeah. that I had in what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Six things I just listed and, and then some. And one day, I show up to work late again. Yeah. On that same day, I, for some odd, stupid reason, took these Telus branded cookies, saw them in the back of my van, 
mind you, gotten two car accidents in one month already. So I'm in a van that I had to purchase, man. Yeah. Within 24 hours. Like I had $1,500 in my bank account and $1,500 went towards this ghetto ass van. <laughs> so I'm mad. Like I'm, yeah. I, 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 my parents' car that I was driving got written off oh. because of a stupid mistake I made. And again, my fault again. It was just yeah. back to your point. It's like yeah. these things just come at you, and yeah. you're like, "Why it's is this happening so to me?" Much, yeah. You know, I got in a car accident that wasn't my fault, and this happened, and then now here I am in a van that's not mine, and I'm looking, and I'm ready to go in reverse, and I look back and I see these stupid box of cookies, Brian. <laughs> like I, I remember, I'm like, and I'm, I was so mad. Yeah. I'm hauling all this telus equipment, I've got all this stuff, right? Yeah. I've got to set up this big grand um, event that I'm at, Londonderry Mall. I'll never forget. Yeah. <laughs> Londonderry Mall. I feel some type of way about that mall now. Uh, I go in reverse. These cookies are in the way. I swear, man. I remember pressing hard on the brakes, going in park, just opening up the door. I'm just mad. like, I got to get rid of these cookies. Yeah. Like, like just, I don't need them anymore. Grab them, see the nearest garbage can. You know those garbage cans where like they're all smart about it now, where they just keep a circular Cir- shape, yeah, and you can't just throw stuff to, in it. You have to like, yeah, you gotta like shove, shove it in. Shove it in nice. So yeah. I'm trying to shove these cookies <laughs> in there. Right? Like, it's not working. It's not I working. could just see you being so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I'm so rattled, right? So I just I made a big mistake. Yeah, I pretty much what do they call it? Loitering or pretty much? Yeah, I did. I took business property. Yeah, and I put it outside a public place so on paper yeah that sounds very bad and what i did i now i realized was stupid yeah i wasn't thinking straight mm-hmm. I just, like i was so overwhelmed with so many things and i was trying to make work yeah i was putting myself last wasn't able to like service anyone no and i wasn't yourself. servicing myself yeah. yeah so i keep the cookies out there I kept them. Just left them right outside the garbage can. Yeah. I'll never forget. I remember someone who worked at Lister Chocolates. Purdy Chocolates or whatever Purdy, it was. Yeah. She's just <laughs> smoking her drag. And she's looking at me like, what are you doing with those cookies? And I was just, <laughs> and I was just like, oh. Just, uh, yeah, you want them? <laughs> I, I, man, to this day, I lied. Mm-hmm. I lied. To th- I can't believe I lied. I said, someone's coming to grab these. That's, that's even that's a bad lie too. Stupidest lie yeah. ever, man. So, and she's like, uh, okay, you sketching, right? Yeah. And I was like, even as I was leaving, I just, I just wanted to get out of that situation. Yeah. So I leave. As I'm leaving, I could tell, I could feel. I'm like, what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Go back, get the damn cookies. Yeah, just, just put them away. There. Yeah. I just kept going. I was like, whatever. Won't think anything of it, right? Yeah. The next day, you know what Purdy Chocolates Lady did? Purdy Chocolates Lady went inside the TELUS business center in the mall, yeah. which was separate from my little booth, booth I set up. Yeah. And said, were you guys expecting any cookies? I'm like, what cookies are you talking about? Just there's a guy saying that there's cookies that need to be given. They're like, must be, must be TELUS marketing. They do events here sometimes. She's like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it went along the lines of this, right? Yeah. She's like, okay, well, it seems pretty sketchy to me. Yeah. They make a couple calls. The next day, I get a phone call. My director says, bring your laptop, bring your computer, bring all the equipment to our one-on-one. Oh. And I remember my senior to me, he's like, dude, just a heads up, what the hell happened yesterday? Sure enough, I tell him, he's like, 
just know it's exactly why you're going to that meeting for. He's like, best of luck. It's like whatever reason you need to give. Oh, man. I remember feeling like my entire world came crashing down on me. And at that point, that was my biggest rock. It was my biggest rock taken away from me for making such a stupid mistake. Mm -hmm. It was so stupid. It was something where no matter how hard I was working, man, and how much I was feeling like I was pressing the gas forward on everything in my life, I wasn't doing shit. No. I wasn't doing anything, to be honest. I was just allowing countless mistakes to happen because I kept saying yes to everything and everyone. I was over-promising and under-delivering to a degree. Man, I, that's exactly yeah. it, like and it, to a T yeah, it, what it, I was doing. Yeah, it led me to make such poor, rational decisions terrible, like that. Terrible decisions. You know, like I look back on that, man, I'm like, what? Now, <laughs> everything does happen for a reason, it does. right? That's a crazy part. But I just, I remember being like, okay, you had the opportunity to want to like grow yourself and immerse yourself as a business professional mm-hmm. with a really solid corporate company. And just like that, within a blink cookies. of an eye, cookies. So simple. I can't even look at cookies the same. <laughs> were they cookies. sugar cookies? <laughs> yeah. What kind of cookies Bro, were these? Oh, they were these cookie waffles. Man. Oh, man, I'm, I'm bringing you some cookie waffles next <laughs> yeah. time. Talus on it. Yeah, yeah, with like these talus critters on it. I was going to leave at your front door. <laughs> <laughs> you make like a ditto prototype copy with like one of your machines. That'd be crazy. But no, more of the story is, man, like, I get it when you say that, like, yeah. there's just so many, like, fires that need to be burned out to the point where, like, it never stops burning. No, and, like, like that's the thing, right, is, like, my main moneymaker, I have to make sure that that's, that's going. Because if that goes, it's not just me, right? It's my sister, my little brother, my niece. So it's, like, again, it goes back to that juggling act. I'm there just enough. Right, mm. they're just and like it's so. Yeah, like you know exactly what that's like. Uh, obviously, I find what's most common in, in 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 you and I with our stories is like. It's like the element of like there there there's there's family that you keep in mind that you want to do it for. I almost wanted to frame this as a question or even as a way that you can provide tips. Yeah. You and me can both agree we could have had moments in our life where if had we had said no to certain things, other things we were doing could have become oh, more fruitful. Yeah. So like now that I'm sure you've become like I very much appreciate your honesty, man. Like yeah, you become man. more aware of knowing when to say no and yes. Yeah. For someone who maybe is currently listening, who's kind of in that right now, mm-hmm. they feel like they need to say yes to everything. What would you share with them on like the best way? to say no while still maximizing their opportunity to financially gain more money to then make them make ends meet. Right. So like one is like for me, actually, before we dive into that, let's actually, let's do a little, a little exercise. I love this one. It's one yeah, of my favorite yeah. things. I'm all over. So as you and I both know, diverting your focus to too many things doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to get you to say, you might've done this before. I'm not sure, but I'm going to get you to say one to six mm-hmm. as fast as you can. Okay. Then A to G, as fast as you can. Okay. Okay. No go. I've never done this. Okay. One two three four five six. Okay. No A to G as fast as you can. A B C D E F G. Now alternate from A one A one B two and so mm, on. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. A one B two C three D four E five. Yeah. <laughs> six. <laughs> See, so that that's the thing is because your brain you're trying to focus on too much. Yeah. Right. So that's the problem is that your brain, when you switch from one thing to another, it takes time for those neurons and the brain waves and all that stuff to actually jump over and get back focused to what you're doing. 
So if I could give any honest opinion um, or you no know word of advice is you need one you need to get your priorities straight what's a, what's the main priority right now we're in this moment what's number one okay family financial business me time what's number one and then go from there start from there okay well then you need to sit down sundays because this is what i didn't do sit down sundays take it, it, that's it it's literally taking two hours out of your week and it's like okay having some sort of schedule write things out on a get a, a whiteboard get a book but thought to thought to pen to paper get it out because once you get that stuff written down on a piece of paper man your head is a hell of a lot more clear for me that's that's if i got so much it's it's out of there. It's out of there. It's now. there. It's out. Okay, it? I can see oh, it. I yeah. can see it. I take pictures from my phone. It's my phone. I can reference it. I know what to do. But uh, that's what I would definitely do. Is but the problem is, I mean, you've experienced self is sometimes you commit to so many things, but then all of a sudden there's two or three things they pop, and all of a sudden they go from you know small to this big in no time, and then you got no other choice but to commit, and you just like for me it was it, I sacrificed. My social life, I sacrificed my sleep, my eating, and that was just that was just the reality of the situation. There's, actually, you know what? That's not even. Uh, I don't think sacrifice is the right word. I listened to a podcast this morning from Andrew Priscilla, Real AF, and he says sacrifice actually isn't the right word to use. It's an investment. You're investing for something better in the future. Yeah. So, it all depends on honestly, man. Like, what what's your priority? What do you want? What are you willing to? I mean, again, give up in the short term what are you going to get for delayed gratification now yeah. to gain later right if you have a family you got hey you got to have a family you need open communication communication holy shit can you communication i i swear to god this is the number one thing that i've learned in the last 10 months is communicate if you're going to be late if you're going to be early if you don't have a color you don't have a size you got anything just call that person before they call you yeah call it's it's it blows my mind how understanding people are because yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like for me like i always held everything in i was like i'm just gonna get done when i get done like i gotta do it i gotta do, I gotta it, do it i gotta exactly but it's like no just like call them say hey this is the situation i'm stressed the hell out i got so much on my plate would you mind if i'm three weeks late mm. i'll give you a little bit of a discount and you know what man every time i made that call they're all good with it awesome but when i didn't i had help to pay Right. So I think that's another big thing is communication. You, the people that are involved directly with what's going on in your life, you need to talk to them. Yeah. Let them know what's going on because nine times out of 10, we're understanding because and everybody has shit that they're going through. Exactly. You said that so well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Can something like that tangibly look like you go to your brother and you have a very, very busy month ahead? You got a few projects on the go. Yeah. And you say, hey, listen, like, it's next month. You're not going to see me as often because. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be working um, some extremely long hours. Mm -hmm. So that way the next month ahead, yeah. you and I have, have more time. To more time, exactly. Month. And then it just needs to happen this month because some great opportunities came. Um, but I just don't want you thinking that I'm not around. Exactly. If you need me, yeah. like it's it's going to be done in this fashion. Mm -hmm. You know, This is how you can call me. This is how yeah. you can get a hold of me. You know, if there's something you need, you, you're going to have to, you know, I, I need you to step up this month. You know, I, I, yeah. need, I need you to look after yourself. Yeah. And I know you're going to do it and then we're going to celebrate it next month. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? It gets, <clears throat> with him, it's, he hasn't had a real positive role mail 
a role male role model yeah. in his life too. So that's the thing I'm trying to communicate is like, okay, well, this is what men have to do sometimes. You know, back in the old days, men go out and hunt. They kill the prey. Mm -hmm. They bring the prey home to feed the yeah. family. And they, but everyone knows we're going hunting. <laughs> exactly. But we're going to be going for a whole month yeah, and we're not we're back gonna... until we feed you for exactly. the next three. Because what I'm doing, when I'm going out and I'm busting my ass and I'm hustling and I'm making things happen, I'll, I, 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 one day when I was, I was crying, I'm like, man, I'm, like, I'm literally doing all of this for you. I said, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be living that house with you in Sydney. I wouldn't be working these long hours. I would be sleeping in my shop, plugging up my business. Yeah, I'll work my nine to five. I'll focus on myself and I'll make enough money to feed myself and away we go. And I'll, yeah, I'll work my business. But no, like my little brother is one of the biggest driving factors for me because growing up, like one of the things, at least for me is, I think one of the worst classes to grow up in is the middle class because it's comfortable. You have enough food to eat. Nine times on ten, you got a half decent home you're living in. Family's okay. You go to school, right? You got a good job. It's comfortable, mm. right? People who grew up poor, they know what it's like living poor. They know what it's not like oh, getting yeah. food. They're hungry. They're starving. Hundred percent. They get that drive instinctively because of the environment that they grew up in. Totally. And you go complete opposite end of the spectrum. People who are you know wealthy, well off, successful financially. Growing up, those kids see those habits. They see what success is. They want to double it. And they, they, can, they can do it, right? Oh, I'm going to be better than dad. Part. I'm going to be better yep. than mom, right? So you see a lot of, more, more times than not, you see successful parents have higher, least, more successful children. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the type of, type of environment I'm trying to give for my little brother, right? Every morning, I'm watching Jock Willink. I'm watching some sort of motivation. I'm watching, you know, Denzel Washington do speeches. There's always some sort of personal development happening in the house. And, and it's in front of him. In front of him all the I time. I love that. And I don't force it. He's subconsciously aware of it. He's pulling it in. Um, right? So I, one of the things I do for him too, parents listening, I got him a book uh, by Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens. Oh, perfect. Now what I do is, because he's been online schooling, right? He doesn't write as much as kids don't. Mm -hmm. So, okay, well, how about this? I'll pay you, read the book. Every time you read, I don't care if you read 10 chapters, read one chapter, you read a page. Just give me 20 minutes. Excuse me. And I said, whatever you learned, just give me one sentence. Write out whatever you learned. And then show me. So what it does, one, it, when you write things down, you read and then write. It sticks more, mm. right? It's just how it works. Two, it's helping with his printing, helping with his spelling yeah, because yeah. he hasn't been doing it because he's been on the computer online You're schooling. You're getting to work all way more than <laughs> what you guys were originally anticipating. Right? right? So now once he's done the book, I'm giving him 50 bucks. Right, I don't pay him to take out the garbage. I don't pay him to do dishes because yeah. I'm not raising a garbage boy or dishwasher. 100%. No, no offense against those people who do that job, and I respect everyone. But you're also, I'll also add that like that's the shit you got to do. Exactly, yeah, you got to do this. Oh yeah, sometimes you, yeah, you have to do it. That's just <laughs> yeah. everyone has that shit job. Everyone has that first shit guard. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. However, I'm rewarding habits and skills that will progress him farther in life when he turns 18, turns into adult. Yeah. And so, like, one of the things he asked me, or he's talk, we're having a conversation, I can't remember, and I'm always talking about, like, masculinity and energies and, like, how men are supposed to be and how, you know, in this day and age, like, in my honest opinion, I think men are growing up, boys are growing up to be boys. Boys aren't growing up to be men. Yeah. And so I'm, like, trying to show, I'm not, like, not toxic masculinity, you know, not, like, oh, treat women like crap. Like, no, you treat women with respect, and it's very, I'm very clear on how to be a proper man yeah, right yeah and 
so we had a conversation. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he's like, this is like a, this is like a paradigm, isn't it? And this is one of the things that you learned in his book. I'm like, hey, the, yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. That. So I'm yeah. like, you're actually like, you're like, you're using a very constructive word. Yeah. What is know? this? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and, and now like being there for him, it, it's, it's very important because I can see a lot of myself in him, all his little habits, his, the way he does things, sleeps, eats, everything. Um, so, you know, up until I'd say four we- four weeks, six weeks ago, I was again, full tilt. And then it got to the point where I was like, okay, where do I see bricks fit going? Right. It's the price of steel is going up. Everybody and their uncle are making racking companies and bench companies because it's easy to do. And I said, okay, one, it's killing too much time because clearly the last eight months I've been doing racks and benches and spinning my head in a circle mm-hmm. essentially. So I'm like, okay, well, where's the money at? I said, okay, well, commercial equipment, roughly the same amount of work, but the profit is extensive. Mm-hmm. What I put in for material and everything is usually that and then some, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Two, it takes skill. You don't, you can't just, you know, you have to know what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's lots of little, everything from the, like the bearings are hundred bucks a piece. Like this, this stuff is mint. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, so it's okay. Well, I'm mentally exhausted. Everything is crumbling around me. Essentially. I'm another thing is leading by example, you know, Vince Lombardi, you know, it's leading by example. Isn't the best way to lead. It's the only way to lead. Yep. Right. Lead by example with energy and excellence. That's another, and that's, one that's a good one. Habits of yeah, effective people. So exactly. It's huge. So I had a long, good self-reflection. Cause like, again, I just wasn't taking care of myself. My mental health was, I was like, okay, well, where am I, where do I need to, or how do I get back to my normal self? So I said, no more orders. I'm done. My job, my metal cladding stuff can cover my bills for a few months. I'm not stressing anymore. There's no more uncertainty. I laid down solid work. Okay, I'm taking four weeks. I'm just wiping everything. I'm not even going to wake up on time. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to eat, get back into a workout routine, start meditating again, start reading again, and just get back into all these healthy habits that actually make me happy and healthy and give me energy and keep me present in the moment. Now it's... I am going to, or I'm going through this bit of a process now where it's like a lot of self-reflection the last 10 months to a year. I went from doing nothing in my condo, starting a fitness equipment business where now I can pretty much offer anything. I have a subcontracting business that literally boomed the exact same time. It's nuts. I really look at it like now that. have... <clears throat> pretty much guardianship of me and my sister are sharing guardianship with my little brother that is a whole other like it I'm I don't even know like I'm doing my best right like it's so hard but like he's taught me so much right like compassion patience when you say things to people they might take it a certain way right like one time he was he does a scene where he'll just like kind of I said Nick like why why are you acting like you just act dumb like why why is this and I could see on his face that, like that hurt him I was like Okay, that was probably the wrong word to use, I'm thinking. And so we get talking. I'm like, you know what, man, I got to stop. I said, I apologize. Yeah. I said, I seen that that hurt you. I said, maybe that's not the right word to use. And I'm like, how about, I mean, does this sound what I said? Do you not, do you not take the time to think before you answer certain questions? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yes. I said, okay, is that, 
make more sense. No, if it doesn't make you dumb, it just we see an opportunity. Exactly. For 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 you to do more. Exactly. Yeah. Little, you know, pause. Don't yeah. have to give an answer right away. Yeah. Just sit, think. Yeah. It's I okay. St- I still work on that. To this yeah. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Right? So like, you know, you know choose and, to choose to respond, not react. Exactly. Right? Proactive, not reactive. Yeah. 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 So again, you know, with him and learning how to communicate with children and my sister and like, it's just, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's an incredible experience. Um, but now it's okay. Now, where am I taking bricks fit? Where am I taking my, our family and where, where do I see myself in the next little while? But that's the beautiful thing is now your head's clear enough at this point for you to now ask yourself that. Yeah. Or be excited to ask yourself that. As <laughs> yeah. opposed to being like, I don't even have time to think about that. No, you know, no where time. it's going, I don't even know where this day is going. Like no. you know what I mean? Yeah, like just, sometimes just being that's it. so deep into it. Yeah. And that, and that's what I can appreciate about your your optimism, man, is you said it yourself. There's things you're learning from your brother that he's learning from you. And yeah. I, I think people need to recognize the two way street of a relationship there. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a beautiful um sense of respect i personally have for kids younger than me mm-hmm. or for the idea of myself wishing to be a father mm-hmm. it is a very emotional topic and I, I i i say this because you've brought up many times over today just moments where you feel like you did cry and yeah what a topic that is where some <laughs> men don't have the balls to ever admit that or they don't yeah. express their feelings mm-hmm. and i i really really have like i put my foot down on that now where i'm like you're more than a man than ever if you can look at your friends in the eye or your yeah. loved ones, cry in front of them, and really let them know how you feel. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not <clears throat> bottling up that emotion and reciting to drugs, yeah. reciting to alcohol, reciting to making really poor choices, like yelling at someone you love. Mm-hmm. Back to your point you made, yeah. raising your voice. Man, I've had moments to myself where I realized I'd done that to others, and I'm like, what, what good is this doing? It doesn't and do it's like... zero. You, you recognize that and then you're like, okay, well, what a poor way to handle and, and, and manage um, problems. It's like you're going to just create bigger problems for yourself. Yeah, and then, and then it's just, it just spirals. Yeah, and, like that's why, man, like when I notice with, if you care to share. Yeah. And it, it like with what you went through personally with your mother and then just seeing like, I'm sure the amount of growth you've had to make growing up and up until this point what do you what, what do you share with someone who's still trying to like they're almost convincing themselves they have to be bad or, or they, they I, I use this term victim mentality mm-hmm. maybe in the wrong way here okay. because you have every right <clears throat> to feel like you had a wrong card in life and you had a mother or father that weren't there but then when I see someone like you I'm surprised to hear someone like you went through that because look at the way you carry yourself now. But I'm sure you know, you, you, you could testify and be like, yeah, I came with some serious growth. I came with some oh, yeah. serious realizations. So like with our other audience members who maybe have similar situations where the parents are just like, they almost feel like they gave up on them or, or you see how they gave up on your brother. Like what would you say to our audience <clears throat> members who are really just trying to, they're aware of making bad decisions, but they they look at those bad decisions like it's an excuse because it's their way of escaping or mm-hmm. they or they go why i'm doing this because <clears throat> this person did this yeah or, i saw yeah. my dad do it so i can do it 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Advertently or inadvertently, you know? Yeah. Side note, my dad is great. <laughs> yeah. I love my dad. No, my dad. My dad's sick. I love my dad. <laughs> okay, well, then fair. But, you, you've yeah. had a man in but your life. I have. Like, you can... I look can't up look up to you. Yeah, maybe no, that's I, also why it's so important. Your brother has that. It is. That's so very, that very important you. for me, right? Because again, his dad is in the picture and blah, blah, blah. But um, what I can say to that is those people that have that victim, victim mentality that woe is me. It's, you know, it's the guy who drove too fast on the road his fault. Yeah. Right. That's just going to continue. Mm. Right. It, it's, we can go to whether law of attraction, however you want to label it. It's if you see negative, you're going to keep getting negative. You, you dream. It's a, it's the, what is the active reciprocating? What the heck is it? There's a part of your brain anyways, right? It's like, Oh, I, when I'm, when I'm 30, I'm going to get an R8. I'm going to get an R8. You're just dreaming of an R8. And then you go out and that's all you see, right? Yeah. Because that's all you're focusing on yeah. that. You're, you're going to be everywhere. Right. That's like when you, a bad thing happens in life. Oh, because of my parents, this happens. Oh, I, I hit my toe because I had this. It's when you can be aware enough that you're making these conscious thoughts in your head and you be like, Oh wait, no, like that's, that's not the reason. Mm. And you decide to make that conscious effort and change. You're, you're just going to keep spiraling. Right. It's, it, it that that mentality it's 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 so sad right like <clears throat> for example um you know relating this to covid is there's a guy kalor or kaler i think he's from Kelowna. uh in my honest opinion <clears throat> he just said you know we need to change the conversation from covid and vaccines so maybe let's just try living healthier right like that's that was what i took out of it i i read it for what it was um, and then of course, and there's hate and all this other stuff. And one of the ladies that I got hate for expressing how she felt about it, um, it is when people have this negative mindset, it doesn't matter. They can be, read the most positive thing in the world, but if it doesn't fit the narrative in their head, they're going to read it how they want to read it. Right. So to change that, like it's, it don't, you almost need something that's like so painful that it's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like this, this hurts. Like there's a example of Tony Robbins. He had a guy go to one of his seminars. He loved chocolate, 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 chocolate. You know, you could have it all, all day, every day. And, but he couldn't kick it. So Tony Robbins, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to have a bowl full of chocolate for breakfast. You're going to have a huge handful of chocolate for lunch, snack in between lunch and supper, supper and before bed for this entire event. I think it was like a week long. Four or five days chocolate in, overload. chocolate overload. <laughs> he got so sick. I bet. So physically sick from all the chocolate. Oh, I'm getting the sick look just <laughs> that. <laughs> that oh, oh. No more. He couldn't even look at chocolate. So much chocolate. <laughs> right? Because that, that was for me too, man. Like in the oil field, like I, I had victim mentality, right? I, oh, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. But it got to the point where it was just enough. There's something else out there youtube <laughs> yeah 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 right? how to like, at least i can sit here and watch it youtube how to have a positive mindset yeah and in, man it, it, and this thing is it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight it's taken me i quit basically in the oil and gas in 2017 and that's when i made the hard choice to change and it's taken me all this time to be self-aware 
it's taken me time to realize that all these like terrible habits and the way I act and respond to situations are just things that I grasped onto from when I was born and I was living with my mom, right? Like all our adult problems stem from all our childhood traumas, right? Mm-hmm. Like anything that you, mm-hmm. you got as a child from ages from birth to seven, 100%. you're a sponge. You soak all of that up. Yeah, that's still a part of you whether you remember you want it or to not. or not yeah, or it's, it's, it's there, right? And you, you got to keep working at it. Oh yeah, it, it's... You got to keep working towards making those quick witted decisions in your head to be like oh am i doing this because it was done to me yeah or wait a second how did you feel when it was done to you exactly like that moment you had with your brother yeah just saying that to him sometimes you might catch yourself like wait a second whether it happened to you or not it's like i'm doing what happened to me yeah you know and it's like oh but now i recognize he's right i just saw the same emotion he made at me (laughs) yeah right like those things can kind of happen in our head yeah I think, um, and you have to peel away at those layers. It is. Yeah, yeah. you gotta face it. You, the moment you keep avoiding it, guess what? It's only gonna get worse. Oh, so I think that's a theme of what we talked about today. It is, is like yeah. just recognize what you're putting yourself through. Yeah. Look at yourself from the outside in, and 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 look at yourself like a fucking TV show. <laughs> yeah, pretty like uh, <laughs> the Jim Carrey movie. Did you ever see that one where he's um, living in a in a world and he's like a TV show, the Truman Show. The oh, okay, I heard of this one. Yeah. I heard of this. Yeah, one. basically, he's everyone knows he's in on it, but oh, yeah, they're in a big dome and people are. It's like a TV show, that's hype. right? But he doesn't know what's beyond the ocean, but beyond yeah. the ocean's a door to the actual to Earth, that's the, to crazy, life, right? right? I gotta check um, that out. I love Jim Carrey. But see that the thing is, like, people get so caught up, they they can't they can't look in. Yeah, yeah. So if I could actually give one, one simple exercise, mm. if someone wants to just implement this like tomorrow morning, yeah, gratitude. Oh yeah, big time. Bro, what are you grateful for? Bro, I'm grateful for goosebumps because yeah. that means I got good vibes happening. Totally, I love it. Good vibes, good vibes only. Hundred percent, <laughs> right? love it. Yeah, um, you know, man, I'm I'm grateful for laughter. I'm I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my situation life. I one thing in my life, I don't regret anything, because if I regret anything, that means I, I'm not happy with where I am now. Mm-hmm. And all the dumb choices, whether it was getting, you know, the DUI when I was younger and crashing motorcycles and cars and being an idiot and drinking and partying and going through all these trials and tribulations, like I wouldn't be here today. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be this person today. And this is why it's so triggering to me when people get so upset over someone saying something based off of what they knew them as prior. <laughs> yeah. So you brought up this whole Kayla Bet situation and mm-hmm. I feel the same exact way yeah. of what you just said. I get it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Other people from more, let's say, educated backgrounds are going to argue that whatever he said or whatever someone says in a public setting should be backed up with hard-hitting evidence that's accurate to what they're saying. Yeah. Fair. But I agree with you, man. The end of the day, you watch his full video, which I bet half the people commenting, more than half the people commenting, being so upset over what he said, didn't look at the whole thing. No. And that's the thing about our society today is we take little micro moments of whatever what was just said and we throw it out of context or we feel a certain way about it based off of our previous Previous experiences. Yeah, exactly. And then like you and me could be saying this, like we could be having the same conversation and two different people from different experiences. One's going to be like, yeah, I love Brian and Kenny's <laughs> conversation. Another person's going to be like, these two are on crack. Yeah, you're their you know? nuts. They, they should be thrown in prison with the priest. You yeah, know? yeah, but again, you brought a good point where everyone comes from a unique lens and perspective. But yeah. again, 
take it for what it is. Exactly. He's just pretty much was trying to say, yeah, if we all move more, we all eat, eat healthier. Healthy. Vitamin D. It's not going to cure the fact that no, we're going to make our life easier, but it might make you happier. Yeah. It might make you, you know, watch the news a little bit less. Be woke. Be aware that we're going through There's it. There's other but things that are there. Start yeah. recognizing and going back to your point. Be appreciative and, 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 and have gratitude towards the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Every day, man, during COVID, I wake up and I'm like, opportunity. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. like, I breathe. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm alive. Yeah. Like, that's dope. So, I'm um, alive. Like, I'm oh. I'm functioning. I'm yeah. knock on wood. I haven't gotten sick yeah. once this year. And I'm not saying that, oh, because of all the things that I'm doing. I'm just saying, like, yeah, good. Yeah. I'm following the rules, but I'm also still continuing to live the life I can live under those rules. I'm not comparing it to, when are we going to get back to normal? I've made this new normal my normal. I made it feel like, great. I'm going to set up my studio in the basement. Yeah. I'm going to have my podcast in my house. I'm going to do these virtual sessions. It's better than nothing. Yeah. It's better than sitting there being like, all right, might as well put on Netflix, eat potato chips, you, and give up. You know what up. you're doing is you're still maintaining that habit. You're still maintaining the course that you're going down. Yeah, it doesn't stop. Right? It's like when they shot the, was it the Apollo to the moon? There it was from X to Z, right? They didn't go in a straight line. Exactly. It was, they were always course correcting. It wasn't straight. It was like this, up, down, left, right. But that's the thing with COVID. Like you just needed people who didn't adjust and, you know, adapt to the situation. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying the tragedy. Man, it's crazy. Like people are getting sick. People are dying. It's 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 terrible. It's very serious. It's very serious. However, at the same time, I'm a positive person. I choose to see the positivity. I choose to, to see the opportunity yeah. because at the end of the day, I got to go to bed and put my head on that pillow with the mood that I have. Yeah. Right. And I choose to be happy and grateful. I'm grateful COVID happened, not because the people died, yeah. <laughs> mind you, and all this stuff, but I, it, it created an opportunity for me to create a business that one, I love working with my hands, seeing the smiles on the customer's faces, man, all the pain, the tears, that, that is that's what gives me life doing this, yeah. you know, and the fa- I love working out. I mean, I lost weight over COVID as a lot of people did or got fat or skinny or whatever. But, you know, that goes back to me, like with mental health and fitness. If I don't work out at least every second day, I get light sentences of depression. I sleep. I'm moody. I'm tired. My mood is in the dumps. I'm not hungry. I eat crappy food. Like the fact that they're closing gyms of all things infuriates me to like you i went to the mall after the second lockdown for boxing day and everybody was shoulder to shoulder it's ridiculous i i couldn't even i couldn't stand there for more than half an hour i got my things and i left it was just yeah but yeah that, like that's uh that's a whole other <laughs> rabbit hole to go down <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. but yeah it's uh no i think you know gratitude being happy for what you have um and not necessarily seeking happiness, but finding happiness in the moment. Yeah. Right. You can't be chasing happiness because then you never get there. So true, man. I, I really appreciate everything you said. I um, I want to know, man. Where can people, where can people kind of look to what you are willing to do now, if I could put it that way, as far as any service that you're 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 now providing i mean you mentioned a lot of the growth you've made the past year yeah i always like to give our guests an opportunity to you know share with uh with us what's 
what can be done now? What can people reach out for to you now? Are we still on uh, this this self um, pause and break towards yeah. just um, yourself right now? What's going on? Um, sorry, you're asking like how can people reach out to me for like yeah, like I just want to be clear. I, this is when you shared with me, right? Like yeah. you're you're making those transitions from uh, residential to. Um, commercial, commercial yeah. right so like if anyone's listening and yes yeah, so, they, they're a com- they're a commercial gym owner or like yeah. if they're residential like just want to make sure people know what they could reach out to you for right now right now yeah given so all the changes that right now i mean happen. i don't i don't mind taking on a couple small things cool um i prefer bigger orders like if you're getting a full cage a bench like something that's worth my time because again like the price of steel is crazy totally it's doubled in the last like six months like it's yeah. it's insane um, but yeah, like reach out through Instagram, right? Cool. Like my website is in the middle of being built right now. It's, it's right. live, but there's nothing really on it. Yeah, yeah. We're still getting it going. Um, but yeah, commercially I'm, I'm more staying towards commercial because mm-hmm. my, again, I, I read a book or I, I love audible. Audible is the best. I listen oh, it's to great. Books. You can oh, rip through books on there. Like one two point days. five speed. <laughs> I do 1.4, 1, 1, 1, 2, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like that's the thing is because I read, I listened to the book Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Beck David. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Omid, shout out. Such a good book. By one of my best friends yeah. and the co-host of Second Floor. Yeah. Um, you know, he's also the co-founder of uh, our pod. And yeah. man, he gifted me that mm. last summer. Such a good book. Really good. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. But the way, yeah, continue on. So it's good. A good book. So after making the transition and the, the, the definite, okay, this is what I'm doing because now my, my head's clear. My next five moves, I, I've, I'm kind of keeping this more or less quiet, but I think, you know, to make, to speak things into existence and mm. to get it out and tell people one holds me accountable and all this stuff. Um, so my goal for basically, I want to say beginning and first quarter, second quarter next year around spring, summer, plus or minus a month, whatever. Dates aren't specific yet. Um, but I'm going to be opening up my own gym. Sick. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So we're going to have man. one of the companies that inspires me the most is Arsenal Strength. I think they're out of Tennessee. They make the most badass equipment. Mm. The stuff that you don't see anywhere. Yeah. Big inspiration for me. They even repost me to their High story. Tech. That's sick. Shout out Arsenal Strength. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so like we're going to have machines that you don't find here in Edmonton. Cool. It's, it's we're going to start off small, a small warehouse setting. It's going to be a place where you train hard. You come. It doesn't matter if you're you're new to working out. You're 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 you know you're seasoned. It doesn't matter. And I'm going. I want to create this environment that's like, excuse me. It's almost like dog mentality. Like we're there as a pack to get better. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the things might it's sound. A lot. Yeah. So it might sound a little crazy, but if you don't buy into our culture, mm. that's not the gym for you. Yeah. Right. So like we're going to have a thing where like there's a sound that goes off and everyone just go or like there's some sort of chant that gets everybody hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So everyone comes together. It's it's like together. It's not like you're in the gym, uh, plug in your ears, put your head down and do your workout. Like you're pumped to see other people get after it. Yeah. And when you hear everyone else, like even just saying it now, like doing that, it gives me goosebumps. Imagine like a a place, like you got a hundred people all doing it. Like, man, that you just incredible energy you ever seen a rugby hoda before yes oh man or even a so haka. fired up yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. that one man that's what i was talking about yeah. it gets you fired up it and does you like, watch it's, it's, like, it's insane like you just want to work hard that's sick. um 
so yeah, so basically we're going to start with a small gym, going to keep the shop pumping out the equipment because as we all know, starting a gym, equipment's the biggest cost. Big time. Rates are going to be low, 20 bucks a month, no membership or no contract, just 30 days notice. And then start small, one gym, one side of the city, other side, other side, get four going. Basically diversify within the BricksFit group of companies and then have a powder coating division, the equipment division. Bricks, it's going to be called the BricksFit Compound. So we're going to have a few, a couple in the city and then slowly expand and take over. Like that's like, we're going to be east to west coast Manifest in 15 years. Manifest that, baby. I'm that's speaking sick. into existence right Absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. What is it, April 25th, 2021? Wow. Let's say April 25th, 2035. Done. Coast to coast. Amazing, man. And then on top of that, supplement line, yeah. para line. Like it's, it's... The beautiful part about this though, and this is where it's all making sense, and I've recognized it too, where yes, it's still so much that you're juggling, but yeah. it's all one thing. That's it. It's all under bricks fit. Exactly. It's all servicing the fitness industry. It's all making every single person yeah. like feel like they are taking after their health. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I know you're gonna do it. Thank you, I appreciate I feel it. Feel yeah. the level of excitement you have talking <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, yeah, no, I'm, you're I'm that pumped. pumped about it. Yeah. And you know, that it's something you want to service to eventually millions. But the secret of what you said is it starts small. You have to. You're not going, oh man, I'm gonna open up five locations at once. Yeah, no. And then it's like, oh, good luck making money. Well, yeah. You know, good luck paying the bank for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's like, no. man, start with that small one. Right. Get it, the culture going with 20 people. Exactly. Get those 20 people to tell five grow friends. It grow it and grow it. Man, that's sick. Because it started with one rack and one bench. Yeah. Right? Man, now 100%. In less than a year, like, I, I everything from plates. Now my guys are making dumbbells, commercial rate dumbbells. I got barbells, like everything. In less than a year. It's like, if I can do this under a year and juggle everything I did, what can I do in 10 or 15? That's the thing, man. And that's right? what I want people to gather from our conversation today and just hearing your story is to recognize that you got to put yourself in the fire and it's going to suck. Oh, it's, 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 it really sucks. <laughs> it, 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 there's going to be those moments where it will feel like you are burning out but if there's anything people can learn from your situation is prior to going all in, make the necessary adjustments in your you life do. to tell yeah. people and tell yourself that there's just going to be certain things that you wish you could do right now that you just, you just won't can't. be able to. No, like because I, this is first. Yeah, like I miss weddings, I miss birthdays, yeah. I missed like births, right? Like I that are never going to come back no, again. But to me. Right? At the end of the day, I unless got, they get divorced, yeah, and they get mean? remarried, and then you do over again, yeah, yeah. That's uh, at the end of the day. I mean, if don't uh, don't sell yourself short on your dreams. Big it, it, you know, this sounds cheesy and cliche, but it's it's been proven. Look at social media. Every entrepreneur that's done it. If someone else can do it, you can do it. Well, I know, man. I I. I heard this quote again it's cheesy but since we're, on the, we're on the notion of the, the cheesy the quotes stream, today yeah. Yeah. want to get some grilled cheese after but it, yeah absolutely <laughs> but it's like you fall seven times you get back up eight right and i i remember hearing that as a kid and that's why i resonate so much with how you gave your uh your brother that seven habits of highly effective people book because in those seven habits they were all a theme associated with each belt I did in Taekwondo. Yeah. I'd be proactive, begin with the end in mind. There's no bigger room than a room for improvement. Yeah. You know, like all of these like elements, but they were themes attached to a certain point in my upbringing. Mm -hmm. And one of them in particular had to do with, you know, when you get knocked down, 
what are you going to do? Are you just going to stay there? Yeah. Or if you have the fighting, if you have that little fight left in you, are you at least going to try to get back up? So when you get up the eighth time, yeah. you're not getting back down again. You've learned seven times over. Well, yeah, it's going to take seven times, though. Rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. I remember, man, being so uncomfortable with the way I was speaking Punjabi. Yeah. I was 18 years old. I went to India Yeah. for like the fourth time. And I was sick and tired of just saying hanji, hanji, hanji <laughs> to like my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents, right? Yeah. I could like see in their voice. I got old enough. You know, you get old enough, you kind of get a little bit more of an emotional intelligence. Yeah. You kind of recognize that it's they're like, like oh. oh, he doesn't he doesn't know what I'm saying. I'm just not going to bother. So yeah. I was like, oh man, I just keep saying yes. And they get that I can't even hold down a conversation. I'm, I'm, right? too, I'm too Canadian watch for this. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get myself real uncomfortable. I'm going to tell them to correct me every time I mess up. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fall seven times. Can't wait. Can't yeah. wait to fall seven times. Can't wait to say yes to something that I'm just gonna have to figure out how to end up doing. Mm-hmm. To your point with what you did. Yeah. So when I started to like make those mistakes, man, they're like, "Oh, Kenny, you're saying this wrong." Yeah. You're saying like this. Like this. Yeah. yeah. And I remember sometimes, man, ego gets in the way. Oh. We get too prideful. Ooh, we huge. you get too prideful, and then we go, "That's my ceiling. That's all I know. That's, it. That's all I Whatever. care." I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, well, all I know is how to make a squat rack. Why do I should I know how to make a bench? Else. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't be here talking about the fact that Bricks Fit is gonna be this multi. Uh, commercial chain of gyms but mm-hmm. also now has subsidiary components to it exactly. like supplements and 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 merchandise and equipment but that's someone man and that's where i appreciate sitting across the room with someone like you because you among many of our guests bring that mm-hmm. and it's real it's honest it's, a, it's it's part of our mission where we want people to recognize that it ain't easy no. But you're doing it still yeah. because you go back to doing, you have a reason for doing it and because you actually love it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's whatever you're specializing in service in an industry that you know, whether you're a first adopter in it or not, mm-hmm. you're going to make a difference because of that energy you bring, you know? So yeah. I appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, man. This I, um, I want to, I want to ask you one last question. We ask every guest. Okay. What do you feel like it takes now that you have a good idea of what it's, what it's like with what we talk about on the second floor, yeah. for our guests to know from your perspective, what does it take in your opinion to make it to the second floor, to elevate in life, you know, to take things to the next level? Execute. Just execute. That's it. Start. Doesn't matter where. Start. Because that's the problem. Nobody starts. Yeah. Too much planning. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. I'm not ready yet. Monday, Monday. No, it was like, yeah. There's never the right time. Mm-hmm. Everyone told me don't do door to door. Everybody told me don't do bricks fit. And you know what? Oftentimes, it's the people closest to you that tell you don't do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know yourself what makes you happy. Yeah. People telling you no, don't go into a relationship too soon. No, don't do that job. This is this job. It's like, well, did you even ask me? Why you, I want to hold do on that? a second? You, you're me. Yeah. yeah, you live my life. <laughs> oh, sweet! Like, let's just change bodies. Then. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. man. Well, you know what, brother? I appreciate this a lot, and I, I'm really excited to see where your future takes you. Thanks, man. man. Honestly, man, like this goes without saying for anyone who I bring on the show and and have a vested interest in. I, you know, and essentially in reverse order in our case, like. I always love to support. Mm-hmm. So by support, whether it be purchasing or investing in, in whatever you do, I mean, uh, just know, man, 
it doesn't just end at the first squat rack you know like if there's anything else custom made that i, I want to get for my home yeah. gym and for whatever i have plans for my future year uh is the first i'm going to think about beautiful. in that process appreciate man. That. so it's um it's beautiful to know especially with what we're creating right is the network that we're trying to build and you being a part of it now yeah <laughs> we're just building building these library of connections man and yeah. uh it's an honor to have you on as one of them appreciate it not a problem man that's a wrap Oh, 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 oh,